everybody. Welcome to What's Up with Pastor Chuck. I am excited to be with you. And we are going to go into something that actually is complex. Uh, I'm really wondering when I'm done, when they come to the end time, uh, that we're going to be able to have you uh, decide. You're going to be able to assess, did I make it where you could do this? Did I make it where this could be usable in your life? Because it honestly, for some reason, seems a little harder to get people to grasp the concept of the concept of what I'm about to dig into. Um, but what are we doing? See, during this uh, series of this part of our, our particular part of our podcast, I feel like what I'm doing, I'm opening up the counseling tool bag. I'm reaching in to find the right tool that will make your life better, that will give you more victory over things you need victory over, that will cause you to have more joy, to give you more self-confidence, to cause all these things to be better in your life. But most of all, to have you be the person God wants you to be and live the life that God wants you to live because God loves you. Nobody wants better for you than God. If God is for you, the Bible says, then who can be against you? But let me tell you this, it's not... You need to know God is for you. God is for you. And so since God is for you, the things he has for you, the things he tells you to do are for you. And so in the end, the Bible guides you to the best life you could live. Jesus even said that God guides you to what we call the abundant life. What Jesus calls the abundant life, where he said, I came that you might have life. And you might have it abundantly. So we open up the counseling tool bag and we dig inside. Uh, What are some of those things that can make your life better? Well, one of them is called loving kindness meditation. Loving kindness meditation. Now, it's a form of meditation. And by the way, some of you may be wondering, is meditation biblical? The answer is yes. The Bible teaches us to meditate on God, his word, and his works. On God, his word, and his works. Uh, Psalm 1 says that the blessed man uh, actually meditates on God's word day and night. And then he will be like a tree planted by streams of waters, which yields fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. And in whatever he does, he prospers. That means you'll never feel dried up. Uh, You'll feel like you're always invigorated. And in whatever you do, good things will come your way from him. One way or another, good things will come your way if... You're a person who meditates on God's word day and night. Uh, In Psalm 111, uh, verse 2, it says this, Great are the works of the Lord. They are studied by all who delight in them. And so God, God says this. He says, you know what? I do great, great works. And then what I want you to do is I want you to delight in them. I want you to study them. I want you to be aware of them. Loving kindness meditation is a way of meditating on God's works and delighting in the works of God in your life and delighting in things God has for you. And so it's, a, it's an incredibly wonderful way to draw close to God. It's an incredibly wonderful way to find something changing in you that makes you better, that makes you stronger, that makes you, are you ready for this? Someone that people want to be around. Uh, the Bible says this, and I love it. I'm going to read this verse later at the very end, but it's in Proverbs 19:22. And it says, what is desirable in a man is his kindness. Think about that. What people desire in you, what people will desire for being around you, 
uh, is his kindness. And so when we're kind and we're a kind person and we have feelings of kindness and we give the gift of kindness, the Bible says people desire to be around us. My wife, Pam, is incredibly kind. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Anybody gets around Pam, she's always going to be kind to you. She's always going to be caring to you. She's always going to want to somehow do the best for you. And so people want to be around my wife, Pam. I mean, they crave to be around her. I love to be around her. Matter of fact, I can't get enough time with her. I love being around her so much. Uh, by the way, Tracy's here with me today. Tracy's a really kind person. Uh, matter of fact, one time, uh, it was at Christmas time, uh, Tracy, uh, I, I have or stay with me to help so we oh never mind so she's usually with me when we're on campus okay she's my she like beats people up for me no I'm kidding I'm kidding she and I are walking together and I started noticing like people would smile and get all excited and run over to us but they would go to Tracy not to me and then these two children like they came running up because they wanted to give Tracy a hug and the reason is she's kind and there was something about her, you know, that just makes people want to be around her. You know, so Pam or Tracy, like when they walk, birds come flying in. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Butterflies land. Uh, yeah, and I smash them. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So what am I talking about here? I'm talking about a way to feed your soul. A way to give you energy. So you have vitality. A way to give you feelings uh, uh, that you would want to have that are good feelings from God. As a matter of fact, um, there's a, a psychologist from Harvard University who talks about the eight big emotions. George Valiant is his name. And kindness is one of those. Kindness has healing power in your body and in your mind and in your soul. And it makes life better. It's, it makes you love life more. And it makes other people love being around you more. So how do you do loving kindness meditation? Well, what you want to do is this. You want to actually get a journal of some kind or a place to write things down. And I always encourage to try to do this for at least seven straight days. For seven straight days. Now, this is going to take some time and it's going to take some discipline, but it'd be worth your doing. The goal is to draw close to God. Now, I don't want you to miss that. So when you meditate biblically, you're meditating on God's word and God's works. And in loving kindness meditation, you're actually going to do both. And you start by relaxing. You have your journal with you. You're in a comfortable place, maybe with something that you enjoy, uh, you know, having to drink a, a Perrier or a cup of coffee or something. And you sit in a, a quieter, relaxed environment. And then you just begin to take some breaths and relax. And you say, Lord, I want to draw near to you. And you actually say that, God, I just want to draw near to you. I want to be close to you right now. And then as you're relaxing, what happens is you're going to write down in your journal, God. And then maybe you're going to write down one of these verses. You might want to write it out by hand uh, or at least read it. And what you'll want to do is like in Lamentations 3, 22 and 23, it says this. The Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Greater your faithfulness. So that's one verse that's just so powerful. The Lord's loving kindness is. Not just kindness. The love of the Lord in kindness is. It, he continually gives you loving kindness. He continues giving loving kindness. He shows it to you all the time. Indeed never cease. 
And so if I'm going to sit there, I start by saying, God, I want to be close to you. And I know your loving kindnesses for me never cease. And time and again, Lord, you pour loving kindness into my heart. You've shown loving kindness in my life. You did it when you sent Jesus to love me and, and die for me on the cross. Lord, that, that was out of your kindness that you did that. You did it when you showed mercy to me. Lord, your loving kindnesses are found in my life when you never give up on me. When I fail, you don't run from me, you run to me. And I just sit and think about all the times in my life that God has just shown loving kindnesses to me. And I say they never fail, they never fail, they never fail because that's who you are. Uh, another verse is Romans 2, 4 that says, do, not, do you think lightly of the riches of his kindness and tolerance and patience, not knowing the kindness of God leads you to repentance? And so what I might do is to say, Lord, I never want to be somebody who thinks lightly your loving kindness. I, I don't want to take for granted your loving kindness. I always want to be, Lord, so appreciative of your loving kindness. And I thank you for your loving kindness. And I sit and I just begin to think about how much his loving kindness means to me. And then I say, Lord, the reason I repent, the reason anybody can repent, which means my life can turn, my life can change, is because how loving and how kind you are. And Lord, it's your kindness that calls out to me. It's your kindness that wants to draw me close. And I sit there and I just meditate on the fact that what that verse says, that the kindness of God leads you to repentance. Lord, real change can happen in my life. Real change can occur. I can really be closer to you. I can really, Jesus, be more like you because of your kindness. And then you might pray, Lord, Lord, let me experience your kindness in such a way that I'm not angry today. Let me experience kindness today so I'm not selfish. Let me experience your kindness today so that, Lord, I can show mercy to others. Let me experience your loving kindness so I can, I can show value to somebody in my life and, and appreciation for them. Lord, help me. Help me in your kindness to change, to be better, to be more caring to overcome a bad habit, to, to get rid of a failure. And you just begin to call out to God for that. Or maybe it's Psalm 86.5 that says, For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant and loving kindness to all who call upon you. And so you could say that. You could say, Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good. And Lord, you are ready to forgive. And you're abundant in loving kindness. Abundant in it. And I'm calling on you for it, Lord. Please show me your loving kindness today. Please pour your loving kindness into my heart that I might know you better, that I might know your love, and that I might be able to do that to others. And then you pray a prayer and you would say, Lord, remind me of the times you were kind to me. And then as you begin to think about those, you want to sit and relax and try to relive a moment where you experienced God's kindness. And, and then you begin to just try to get that feeling again and experience that feeling. And then you're ready to transition to the next part of loving kindness meditation. You write in your journal, others, others. And you ask God to bring a remembrance of a time that other people were kind to you, that other people were caring. And you just take some breaths and go, 
I remember what that was like. Recently, I was talking with someone and we were talking about a major change that I wanted to help see in their life, but also was going to happen in my life. And then the guy who I was talking to said, hey, Chuck, can I ask you a question? How are you doing? And in that moment, that was the kindest thing he could have done. Because I was trying to talk with him about things that could happen for him. But he said, how are you doing though? How, what is this change going to mean to you? What, and and the, I just sat there and I can even now, I, I remember how good that felt to have him care about me so much that it was like time out, Chuck. I want to make sure you're okay. When you have someone like that in your life, it feels good. And even now I can sit here and feel the kindness that was there, the moment that was there, that he was that way to me, that he really was. I remember one time, as I remember a moment of kindness that was shown to me by my dad. Um, my dad sat down with me and he, Pam and I were young marrieds and we made lots of mistakes in what we were doing in our life. We could be pretty foolish. And I didn't know it, but my dad realized that we were in pretty bad debt. And he said, I want to talk with you. We sat at the kitchen table. My dad had a cup of coffee there and he looked at me and he said, Chuck, are you in debt? Do you owe money on credit cards? And I lied and I said, no, dad, I, I don't. And he goes, well, yeah, you do. You do, Chuck. And I sat there and I'm ready for him to tell me, how could you, why did you do this? He said, Chuck, I want you to get real honest with me because I'm going to pay them all off for you. didn't attack me, didn't berate me, didn't lecture me. He said, I just need you to be honest so I can pay it all off. And in that moment, my dad was kind. He was just kind. And I thought, I, I didn't even deserve it, which reminds me of how many times from God, that's the same thing. But when I do loving kindness meditation, I remember uh, my friends saying, how are you? How are you doing? I remember my dad saying, hey, I want to pay off all your debt. I want to take care of you. I remember moments like that. I, uh, I remember times like that. And if I'm doing loving kindness meditation, I want to sit and feel the feeling of what it was like for someone to be kind to me to be really, really kind. And so I write others and I would write down my dad and I would just maybe put a note about the time he paid off my debt. Or my friend, who in a moment when we should have been talking about him, he wanted to talk about me. Just kind, kind. Or when I was going through a really rough time uh, in 2013 and a friend of mine said, hey, I'm flying out to see you. And, and I want to make sure you're okay. Um, and, and I just feel the feeling of what it's like to have people be that kind and that caring. And I jot down moments and I pray and I say, God, thank you for people who have been so kind to me and given me the gift of kindness. So I write down God. I write down others. And then I write down me. I write down me and I sit and I relax and I say, God, I want to be a person of kindness. 
and I try to remember times in my life that I was kind to other people. I ask God to bring that to mind, moments that I showed kindness and care to someone else. I remember there was a person who, I want to be honest, they had really, really um, treated me badly. And uh, they had betrayed me. And I didn't know it, but what happened is uh, they were so upset over how they had acted. They traveled from another state all the way here to California, and they parked in the parking lot of the church. And I didn't even know this ever was happening. They would sit there and cry, trying to work up the courage to come in and to see me. And they were just so not sure how I would act or react towards them. And then I I got word that they were in the area and I actually started praying. I could see them. And then one day there they were on the campus and I looked at them and I said, oh, man, I've been wanting to see you. And I walked up and I grabbed them and hugged them before I knew that they were scared. (laughs) And I remember holding on to them as they started to cry. And it just felt so good to let them know, hey, I love you. And I would never let something from our past come between us. And later on, they looked at me and said, Chuck, I needed that so badly, but I knew it in the moment. And I remember how it felt to be kind, not to be vindictive, not to be angry, not to even have any grudge. All I cared about in that moment was just them, that we can be kind, that we can be kind. Maybe it's a child you got to be kind to. Maybe it's a neighbor you got to be kind to. The other day, I got to be kind to my neighbor. Um, and, and I saw they had a need, and I was able to go and respond to it. But remember what it says in Proverbs nineteen twenty two: What is desirable in a man is his kindness. And it is better to be poor, a poor man, than a liar. What's desirable is kindness. God desires you to be kind. God desires me to be kind. So when I do loving kindness meditation for seven days in a row, I sit and try to remember the feelings of what it was like when God's kind to me and I meditate on scripture. I think about when other people were kind to me and I jot down some moments and I try to relive the feeling. And then I remember when I was kind and how I felt. And then the next thing, I close the time by saying, Lord, open my eyes and open up the opportunities for me to be kind to others because I know you desire in me kindness and I know you want others. And you do that every day for seven days. It takes you probably 20 or 30 minutes to do it right. You definitely got to carve out the time. But the goal is you feel the feelings of kindness. You experience it inside your body and your mind and your heart and your soul. And then you make a commitment to go out and live more kindness and show more kindness to others. And there's something that changes inside you. Something powerful that occurs. Something with God in you that connects when you do that. So that's one of the things that's in my counseling toolbox that I try to get people to do. I try to get them to practice for at least seven days in a row loving kindness meditation. And I'd love for you to commit to do that. And I'd love to hear from you uh, if you do and how it's affecting you. And you can email me at chuck at crossroadschurch.com. And I would love to know you're doing it, love to pray for you, and love for this to be something meaningful to you. And uh, I hope you choose to do that for the next seven days. God bless you. 
And may the kindness of God be poured upon your heart, be experienced in your life in a way that's incredible. God bless you guys and have a great week.